Hello and welcome to episode 31 of Let's Talk Tactics. I'm your host, Zach Rowe. Hey, I'm Daniel Boone. And I'm Locke. And this week, we got a bunch of uh, releases, including some things I wasn't even aware they were coming out. I don't know if I missed a notice or what, but Three Star Odin came out, and that's insane. I had no idea until my guildies were posting pictures of him maxed out. I'm like, oh my god, I gotta do this mission. Uh, especially before Guild Wars that day, I was like, oh, I want my Three Star <laughs> Odin in, uh, for guild battles. But uh, yeah, so we got a bunch of new stuff to talk about, and then we'll go right into class match. Uh, so let's just jump right in i guess we'll start with the odin um 20 agility pretty sweet uh it's a lot one two three four hp my my brain likes that uh <laughs> uh 23 or 25 percent blind resist eh. you know there could be a better status for that but i mean you can't put everything on one esper um and he's a lot more we get the 25 accuracy right or it's higher accuracy i don't think it's 25 25 it's 7 11 yep. oh that's a six not a five okay so yeah, we, uh, hit another 25 accuracy Esper is sweet. Finally. Yeah, right. And then also an additional 15 slash attack. So if you want, what is Crazy. it, 25 man eater and 30 slash attack, go for it. Yep. Uh, how are you guys doing your specs? I, so, I oh yeah, sorry. Oh, sorry, I should have directed uh, my bad. Huh? <laughs> I, uh, I meant to like level him, but I just never got around to it. I've been busy like most of this week, um, which means I haven't prepped for sam as much as i'd have liked to and uh have a 99 odin um uh notably for this week uh odin's avian killer is useful for the ice burb <laughs> but uh yep mine's still at what is it 70 or whatever 80 80 80 yeah Jeez, don't even know your espers anymore <laughs> um for me i have him on uh 25 man eater and then 25 accuracy because, I mean, he's like the only one with 25 accuracy and I want to take advantage of that. Um, and then I have uh, 15 slash, uh, yeah, 15 slash resist. Uh, so it would either be slash or missile, whichever one I want. And then I think I have enough left over for 7% attack. So that's how I expect him. Okay. I actually went similarly where mine's 25 uh, human killer, man eater, whatever the word wants to be this day. Uh, then 25 accuracy also, I just think, yeah, those two are just kind of the, I don't want to say mandatory cause I don't like talking in absolutes, but if you're not using it for a very specific purpose and you just want general use Odin, I'm pretty sure you just go that route. Um, I'm on slash resist now. Um, sometimes I go back to missile resist during CM periods, depending on the meta, but uh, I actually went on the seven evasion though. Uh, okay. mainly because I want to save myself some viz here and there. Because uh, I, whenever I'm in like the mood to try out evasion teams, I, I have to respect my aspirin because that four percent can matter sometimes, as we all know. But uh, the it, the five percent attack, it's like yeah, it's a bit of a loss. Um, on especially on these higher base statted ex units, but I'm kind of willing to eat that cost for the occasional fifty, hundred, hundred fifty viz uh, being spent. But yeah, I think probably going the attack routes more correct but weird weird preferences and also just to talk about the accuracy anything two-headed dragon just has 15 right yes yeah, yeah. and then it's typhon has the only other 25 i think so okay isn't it 15 as well for typhon that is 15 is it 15 i thought it was 25 on uh typhon if you max it out it's five yes yeah, it's, it's the same as uh is it? dragon yeah okay so this is the only one with 25 it's the only one yeah Okay, I was thinking when you said that, I was like, I think Typhoon? Oh, okay, that's pretty insane. All right. Yeah, I had the same reaction. I was like, is it 15 or is it 25? But, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking for some reason Typhoon was 25, but uh, two added was 15, but I guess, yeah. Wrong. 
So yeah, that's that's insane. Um, now, if you, uh, how would you spec this, or would you spec this to use it on a magic character, like magic scaling character, to get use of the twenty five human killer, the accuracy, maybe the evasion, some resists. Like, how would you think about doing that, or uh, do you think there's enough other options now where you don't know if you would want to? I know, like Halloween Leela can just use Typhon, which has almost as much accuracy and then obviously way more synergy on the she gets a 25 wind which is like the 25 human um yeah except for the holy i would say possibly like on a spell blade uh, to take yeah. advantage of like slash attack you know um but it's really i mean odin as long as it took me to get him like i waited like i think it took me like a few months or a couple months before i finally hold him same as the same as like long time you know mm-hmm. you get him forever um but uh it's he's got so many good nodes and uh actually for a long time i was just running in both slash res and missile res um and it's it's hard not to go back to that at some point you know um depending on like what teams you're facing you know so like i can see somebody going like a full accuracy and then both resistances you know um just just one of the one of the best espers we have access to so hey man stick it on grace with human killer and both resists oh yeah <laughs> i mean she's gonna be more inaccurate sometimes she has like 80 yeah, percent or something 90 percent, but we'll just you know we'll just gamble <laughs> you can still get uh 10 human killer even with both resist so that's not bad with the accuracy you mean yeah with accuracy and both oh. resists you can still get 10 human killer that's pretty good. Uh, that is wait, not bad. Nine, nine, nine human killer. Not yeah. Sorry. Three nodes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Okay. Oh, that's actually a possibility too. Then, I mean, you could probably. No, I wouldn't be able to be too. I was gonna say drop like five percent from one of the resists. That's not how that would work at all. Yeah. I anyways. used. I was using him uh, like for raids, uh, with like for for rain, for example. So I would put both slash nodes, uh, and I had well for this one I had the bird killer. So that's like a ridiculous modifier on range slash attacks which is probably better than any other magic esper there like specifically for this raid though because right, of the right. 30 from the uh from the slash and then 25 from the bird killer so i mean it still gives like 44 magic that's something right <laughs> it's not that much <laughs> but i mean yeah it's it's a good esper all the way around and the 20 agility is just so gigantic yeah. um Dex, if it scales, I mean, it's a fair amount of dexterity. It's like what seventy-two. So, and also, Odin's one of the highest AP contributors, right? On Esper's, yeah. if I recall correctly, I haven't seen a table uh, in a while sure. since some of the new ones. But I think it gets like forty or something. It's forty-four. Forty-four. Now, yeah. 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 So it's a pretty significant amount of AP. I mean, even the units. What is it? Do they start with fifteen percent for like the non-caster, non-like hybrid units, like soldiers and stuff? Is it fifteen or twenty-five? Yeah, I think it's fifteen percent. I just yeah. know that my King Mon starts with 34 AP, and I'm like, that is insane. <laughs> with, with Odin, 34, yeah, that's... He's like, yeah, 44 is another 10% is 4 plus 5. It's like another 6 AP to start with from this, so pretty good. Uh, more releases this week. We talked about Phoenix last week. Uh, any new thoughts on that, or can we just uh, move on and say, hey, listen to the previous episode if you want to hear our thoughts on Phoenix. <laughs> I think that's what I'm going to go with. Um, yeah uh the other vision card a mighty obstacle i didn't actually i've never seen this card before just because i guess sometimes i skip over mr cards that release in jp but it's an ice card it gives 15 defense bestowed which is pretty cool uh party wind resist i mean eh, kind of already have it but uh single target resistance by eight sure it's a little bit wind killer 20 is pretty sweet though that could be good for a pvp 
or sorry, not PvP, uh, PvE PvE, implications. Uh, And then, you know, a fair amount of HP at 355, a little bit of attack, a little bit of magic. It's it's a nice MR. I think it's uh, a nice tool to have, but it's not anything game-breaking, right? Any thoughts? Have you thought about it? Just kind of skipped over it? Yeah, just skipped over it. I think it might be good for, like, some uh, PvP, sorry, not PvE or, like, raid applications or something, but doesn't really seem that great. I was going to mention, I think maybe it'll be more relevant um once we see like a stronger wins team like with once tifa gets here um even yeah. though it, obviously it's an M- an mr card um but maybe um it's limited I, to ice though so it's a bit weird yeah 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 so anyway. it'll help ice kill wind better or something I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's a win more card right like that's kind of the yeah. issue with it is it's it's yeah. like it's building on the strengths of things that you're already strong on it's not like helping yeah. weaknesses which it can be fine, right? Like, I mean, hitting a hundred percent instead of a ninety-five percent would be good. So, so you know, you kill them. Yeah, it, it's the the best crowd control in the game, right there. But um, in terms of like, it's kind of like the cards that are like the the party ability is wind resistance for ice units or yeah. something like that. It feels weird, but yeah. So maybe maybe it's just uh, purely for PVE. I mean, I could see it in PvP too, though. Like, like you said, I mean, if there is ever a time where there's a lot of like just mono win teams, I mean, mono ice will come back, and you can use this for just that extra multiplier. Although, I would then ask, well, why not use like one of the ones with like the Pierce or Slash or something that, and then build your team so that it takes advantage of all of those. So maybe uh, watch out for those limited parameter ones, um, like limited cost, limited team cost, that kind of thing. Yeah, that too. I mean, actually, by the time we get to that point, though, we're going to have the mono ice card in JP that's ridiculous. Uh, like right? it's like, yeah, it's like 25 uh, human killer on physical damage for ice units. And that's just like the party ability. <laughs> wait, wait, Zlock, have you not seen this card? No, I have not seen it. Oh, okay, my yeah. goodness. All right. Ready for this? <laughs> this yeah. is uh, I cannot wait for this card to come out. It is so busted. <laughs> All right. So. It's a UR 70 cost, no build or anything. Okay. 313 HP, 152 attack, 4 defense. So decent flat stats. Uh, on bestow for ice unit, uh, 30% attack. Okay. Uh, party effects, there's two. There's acquired AP 25%, also for ice units. And then agility 15% for ice units. Wow. Okay. And then the party ability for maxing it is 25 human killer on physical damage, like Titan. So like Titan. So Titan and Ramza. Yeah. Titan, Ramza Plus some AP. And like, Titan, Ramza, and like half of a like fleeting banquet. Yeah, exactly. It, wow. It's a really insane card. And flat defense on it, which is nice. Just like a nice little bonus there. And, f- and respectable amounts of attack. Yeah, I can't yeah. wait for that card. It's so, so good. Me and it's my, like Bahamut, my then, almost. Like, yeah, almost. Yeah, but it's, it's not a double cost though, is it? Like no, Bahamut it's, it's, is a double cost. So that's yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, there's no vision card ability. No, yeah, okay. that's that's nuts. Yeah, so that's something to look forward to. Mono ice maybe resurges. <laughs> it's about that same time too, like I said. So, um, other releases this week we have. Let's go down the before we talk about raids. We'll just go down the three um, units. So Yerma. Any thoughts from either of you on Yerma as we talk about, you know, Mono Wind? Is she a contender, maybe? So, uh, Messidia did a really nice video of t- talking about all three of them, all three of their axes, and he actually he does a really good breakdown. 
And uh, I, I watched the videos and he, and he highlighted some strong points and weak points about all of them. <laughs> yes. Hey, what, Daniel? I, I, just, I just, I really want to like her upgrades. I really want to. But I can't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was kind of can't what, he, he, what, what he ended up saying too. He's like, I think it's really nice. I think it's like really great, but just not quite there yet. With I mean, regard to Yerma, yeah. she gets a she gets a barrier a physical barrier break. She gets with the defense pen uh, built in. Uh, she, like her full body blow becomes like instant like instant cast. Um, you know she gets the stats, but it's a guaranteed I, hit on one of her mm -hmm. main abilities. I just wish that it would make her more relevant the way that some of these other X jobs have, even for MR units. You know. I think her stats think, for like luck and stuff went up a decent bit, right? Like I heard some people talk about evade Yerma. Is that actually a thing, or were they just being cheeky? I know it doesn't look like she actually gets that much luck, so I don't, I don't know if they were smoking. And no agility either. Okay, maybe not. But that'd be cool though, because then she'd be kind of like the third physical evade unit. It'd be like to be Oldoa and Yerma, and you just go in there with your slash team. But right now, it's like you'd have to use Halloween Leela instead, it's, which is a little awkward card-wise. It's because she has the Thief sub-job, so she has access to Shadow Pass. So that's why you can go mm. evade Yerma. Yeah. Gotcha. So like the, the word, uh, word of Dash Calc like index uh, puts her at like rank 21 in terms of luck. I'm guessing that's at, you know, 120. Um, but, you know, maybe maybe they just weren't used to using like evasion Yerma in the first place. So they're like, oh, hey, you know, Thief Yerma. Yeah, right. I mean, uh, shout out to old guild leader. And he actually just came back to the game recently and rejoined the guild, Kluya, uh, back in the day. So he started off, he has an evade account. Like, that's all he has. He has dark units and evade. And uh, Katone, Shadow Links, that was like his main jam. But he needed a third unit, and he didn't have like OG Stern or I guess, I don't even know what other ones. He never had Sid, I don't think. Yerma was his first like third evade unit that you slide in the team before uh like venera came out and she would like she was more of like a tank back then <laughs> honestly back when she could do that um so it's funny that you know other people are mentioning evade and it just happens to be something that my guild at least has been familiar with even though she's not exactly super impressive i was i don't know i don't want to say terrified but like i was like wary of yerma for months um, using an evasion team because of her accuracy, um, especially with her TMR. Most likely with her, like you see a Yerma, she's probably using her TMR like back in those days. Um, so like, I'm always gonna remember that experience, like of being like, oh shit, it's a Yerma, you know. Um, but obviously that was quickly. Um, hey, see, see, uh, 42. So I don't know. <laughs> I know everyone yeah. uses like Ziza as this like benchmark, like oh Ziza can be evade, so I can evade. It's like. She's really not that great at evasion, honestly. Like she has the passes and stuff, but stats wise, it's not nearly as good no. as some other units. You really need to land a steel vision with her more than some others. But I mean, honestly, I'm surprised you didn't go like the, the Jax like reference with the Z like Katona and Shadow Links. Well, I didn't know. I mean, I was just talking about Yerma in that case, but Yeah, yeah. I mean like, you know, uh like a third unit, you know. But yeah, maybe maybe Links didn't really register on the radar much back then, but Oh, yeah, I digress. I said, I said you had Katone and Lynx. Oh, sorry. I thought you said Katone and Venera. 
Oh, no, no, I said he used Yerma until Venera came out as the oh, okay. third unit with the two ninjas. Yeah. My bad. Yo, he I'm farmed listening. two Sasuke's katanas back the first time they came. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> that was, that was, actually, I don't know if he finished them. I think he might have had like a plus three or a plus four for a while because he just literally couldn't do it enough times to get the stuff because the rates were so bad. Oh, man. Um, any other thoughts on Yerma? Uh, I know we, we briefly touched on her upgrades, but I don't really think there's a whole lot. Just kind of, I'm not gonna say disappointing, but kind of disappointing. I think she's just too easy to kill and doesn't have the range on skills to like. She does a lot of damage, but she needs to get up close. So I think that's that's her weak point. I think there's definitely some jobs in general that aren't great compared to other jobs that do similar similar functions. I was gonna say jobs that do similar jobs, but uh, like Viking is one of them. Uh, Knight is definitely up there. Uh, monk now with pugilists like it's really hard to like monk's more supporty but if you're thinking about in terms of like how they actually kill things um it's just it's a very different uh it's very like different levels of power and it, it sucks yeah. to see that happen to jobs like uh, lancer another fair example like nice utility but we almost always see them superseded by like glacella or dragoons and yeah yep. it's a shame i think I think I would have liked to see like a, a a defensive like closing like gap closer, um like like Sentinel for instance you know like plus forty five defense and spirit like for one turn like you get close to the enemy you get it within melee range hopefully the next turn, um you know for if you're like paladin sub or whatever, um but the rebellious spirit um increasing defense by like only ten, uh, it, it it's missing like a couple of tools I think to really it's make very it shine. medium. And that's I think that's what Yerma really suffers from is like she's main job Viking, right? Um, so with the, if the if the job it gets better, then I think she will as well. I think something like a, an ability for a Viking like that, some kind of gap closer like jump three spaces and do like an AOE on landing or something would be cool or like a teleport and like you know crazy spinning axe swirl of death thing would be cool. <laughs> Call it cyclone. Oh, she has a drain cyclone, but an actual cyclone. <laughs> yeah, it's like. Death Cycloner. What's the other one? It's the full body blow. <laughs> you yeah. do like some crazy, ridiculous, like bone rending cyclone or something. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's unfortunate. Uh, however, the X jobs that I am a fan of, let's talk about Nasha. Uh, so she, I'm just going to skip right to her Saintly Wall upgrade. It basically becomes a super Mastery TMR for herself, which it, it reduces magic damage as well by 30% three times. So it's a universal barrier. It's basically like armor of discontinuity without a cast time, which is sweet. Yeah. It's very, very good. Um, and then her 50%? other... It's 50%. 50? 50, yeah. yeah. Okay. 50 for both, which is pretty crazy. And she gets two uses at 40 TP, so it's a decent AP generator, plus it's not just like a one-time thing that uh, will end up... Uh, maybe only getting a little bit of value especially on multi-hits nowadays um titus still laughs at your three charged shields but <laughs> with this lb but it's like 100 100 100 10 000. it's like shit <laughs> <laughs> but uh and that, but then her ex25 skill is divine veil like it gives single target resistance 25 for self and also nullifies poison stop and mobilize stop is pretty good she's kind of slow anyway but i mean it's you know not being stopped is great but poison is a pretty big one for tanks like if someone lands a timely poison on you it can be really backbreaking especially if you don't have a regen so i do like that and what's her other upgrade there's no ability oh it's her passive it's, yeah it just increases the chance to proc by 10 
Okay, so it's a forty or a thirty percent to uh, reduce physical damage. Okay, that's pretty good. So she's definitely still not going to be tanking magic damage, but the the saintly wall enhancement does at least help in that regard. I think she's still like what negative? Yeah, she's negative twenty to magic tech. So I guess like other forms of magic would be nice, but magic tech still is going to hurt quite a bit. Um, anything I didn't say uh, about her that you guys have? looked at it all i i don't necessarily assume you guys look at nasha she was kind of one of my early uh pet units i think she was my first non-mont max mr maybe <laughs> uh i remember i timed it i maxed her the day lucia uh, Lu lucia came out i almost said lucia um and i used her in guild battles like day one and like she just walled off <laughs> lucia's for a while it was great but yeah i i swear i remember um like you and like maybe one or two other people like really really being into nasha and i like i told myself that i would one day as well um i, I did finally max her at one point but i like didn't really need her anymore by that point you know um but she was one of the the mrs that i was looking forward to seeing getting her ex um but i don't know strangely i just i think i've spent uh, i've i've upgraded other units too much where it's like i don't know if it's worth the investment right now um so she's still at 99 for me so I like I, I I haven't used her, uh, but I've seen other people use her, and I also seen all these videos, and I hear all these great reviews. But from like a live preview perspective, she doesn't really seem that great. Do you kind of agree with that? Yeah, she was fun in the beginning of the game. Um, you could get away with like her white mage gave enough value. Like I had her um <clears throat> with like a magic Nagarok kind of thing, mm -hmm. and. Uh, she'd be able to actually throw out some decent cures. She could put regen, protect, and shell on people. You could try to gamble on a raise. Um, or, I mean, on Dragoon, she can get the move one jump one, which is pretty nice. Uh, stall in the air with jump. Which actually, I don't know if I maxed her jump. I wonder if that's another one where I can actually get the stall or not. <laughs> but the problem is she's just glacially slow. Like, she is very, very not fast. Like the, like the MR version of Engelbert, basically. Yeah, basically, that's like yeah. exactly what I was thinking of. Like, when I saw her kit and everything, I'm like, okay, in auto battle, I'm sure she'll be great because it's a tank, right? But for, like, PvP, she would literally be like an Engelbert. That's <laughs> what I was thinking. I was She's for. also very good in tower, though, I will say. Um, been very, very useful in tower. Um, whether it be, like I said, for the protecting shell or just the regen... Or just, yeah, walling off damage. She's a very, very good physical tank. So um, I have gotten a lot of use out of her there, especially on the floors that are, like, that very clearly want you to use an all-ice team. She's just can go to the front with, like, Vow of Love or whatever and turn off everything but, like, Taunting Blade and let her <laughs> let her do her thing. So I, I think she's she's probably not... If you're, like, really trying to go, like, competitive class match type stuff, she's probably not at the top of the list to max. But I think she's a cool unit that if you have somehow, if you have some leftover materials at some point, uh, she's one that might be worth looking into. But of course, she's the one I've pulled, I think, the most of since getting the orbs. So I'm pretty sure I have more than enough to max her all the way. I'm like, I want to do it, but I, I don't I don't know if I can yet. Um, she is EX'd. Like I have her, she can go to like 102 or wherever that first stage is, but I don't know if, how much I'm going to, how much more I'm going to put into her yet. Um, Definitely a cool blossoms. unit though, so. Yeah, those blossoms are crazy. I, I guess I underestimated how much we got at first, and I got baited into thinking I could just do like one every time the stuff came out, but that's just not the case. <laughs> it is pretty brutal. That that near uh, ex pack is staring me in the face. <laughs> I'm like, oh, hold strong. <laughs> and I, I feel bad though. I've seen people do like the the red farms, whether it be Alcris or something. 
and they're putting like a thousand, two thousand, three thousand energy in and getting and not getting the blossom. And I'm like, skip twenty. Oh, there's the blossom. <laughs> it's like every time so far. <laughs> like, dang guys, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh actually I did I did a skip on Wednesday. I was skipping so yeah, two days ago. I was skipping for Ice Alchris to like get her EX because I realized I never 15 jobbed her. And to finish it out, I did a 20 skip and I got four blossoms. Yikes. And it, it was like, oh, overflow of blossoms. Like, damn. <laughs> you can't yeah, get sucks. the one. <laughs> so like, close. Jesus. So many. Um, so yeah, cool unit. Probably can't recommend her. Similar reasons like Masidia would have been saying about either Yerma or um, you had said about Liart. Uh, Liart, right? That's what we said. Liart. Okay. I, I'm used to saying Liart, so I'm trying to fix it. But yeah, can't recommend it. Uh, unless you want to have some fun. Etra. I'm assuming she's going to be in the same boat. I actually haven't looked at her skills yet. So I feel like I looked at her long ago when she first came out in JP. And there was something cool about her, but I don't remember what it was. So, uh, Daniel, this is a uh, monk. So I'm going to throw it over to you. <laughs> well, yeah. So uh, I wonder if you're thinking about her HP up passive. Because it gives her slash and pierce res now. It sure does. Um, so that was pretty pretty cool. Um, it, it's it's always it's always been cool to see Etra as like a tanky monk, um, but uh, I can't really say I've been impressed with her otherwise um, before her X. Um, uh, it, it's cool that her countdown ability becomes it's it's called inevitability. <laughs> like it's upgraded. I think that's just it's pretty cool. I mean it's uh, it's one turn sooner. Instead of four turns, it's three turns. So, I mean, it's a cool dynamic, you know. Um, but, I mean, honestly, she she doesn't have like the thief, the access to Ziza's like thief skills, you know. Um, so it's really like, are you really gonna bring like a tanky monk when you could bring like somebody else? Um, <laughs> but in terms of her X upgrades, though, I think the X, the X upgrades are awesome. Like the 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 resistances, uh, including with her her HP up, which you're probably going to use. Um, the just the just just the name, the countdown upgrade to inevitability. I just think that's really cool. And like her her job twenty five skill is called Fists of Frenzying. Um, uh, that is also like obviously it's a cool name, um, but it, it has like a base twenty five chance to inflict like confusion and berserk, um, which you know we don't really see berserk ever, um, and uh, we don't really see even like confuse uh, like for the longest time was was just like um, Agrius is like bailiwick right, um, and now obviously like two B I believe has like a confu like the whirling mm -hmm. vortex or whatever. Yeah. Um, but the base 25 percent chance for both of those like it, it kind of indicates like if you're if you want to use that skill i mean it's got three three uses to it but it's that's kind of it's it's kind of expensive at 30 ap um you want to have it have her faith at like 70 or something or or even 97 if you really want to get make the most use of that um as well as like her her inevitability the, the chance to doom and then that's a base 50 percent um but uh, with that higher faith, like, yeah, she gets more heals. She gets more um, chance to res, you know, just like any other tank. It's cool to have a higher faith as long as you can compensate for that. If you can take, uh, like, the, the higher magic damage that you're going to be taking. Um, but as an MR unit, uh, I don't know how well she's going to be able to take that damage without getting, like, one shot. So that's kind of a, the unfortunate, like, other end of the coin, you know? Um, for these cool status effects. 
yeah, two things. Uh, one, it is interesting to see two status effects on the same ability because you do get two rolls essentially, assuming it's coded in a way I would hope it is, where it's like they don't both hit or not both hit. Um, that's pretty good. I mean, even if she was on, let's say she's a 97 out of 97, it's a 48% chance for both. I mean, that's two coin flips. Mm-hmm. Math says you're pretty probably good. hitting one of yeah. them. Yeah, that makes faith, right? Right, it makes faith. So, I mean, it's it's kind of cool. And, like, both of them cause loss of control, which we know in Life of is very powerful. So, um, I do agree, though. Probably not the greatest. The other thing, we were just talking about bad jobs. Um, if you look at her combination of jobs, it's yeah. like it's like decent to horrible <laughs> to oh my goodness, it's monk, cleric, and knight. Now, cleric is interesting. The light and dark resist twenty five percent could be useful in some situations, and it is a nice flavor win that pronged staff is always a strike ability, and she is a monk who has a strike passive, so she can make more use out of the cleric's pronged staff, which is, you know cool flavor win. She gets a race, I guess, but like she's not a magic unit, so she's not the cure isn't gonna do much. Um, about to spit your stuff out. Um, the banish isn't gonna do anything, so it's like it's just it's a really bizarre combination. And then knight is cool, and like we talked about, like I think it was maybe two podcasts ago. Um, breaks may become more valuable because uh, these percentages of higher base values now are you know more detrimental. But it's still not amazing, like being knight, and, and all three of them together. It's just like, oh man, <laughs> like if you had to pick five, like three to five of the worst jobs, like I'm pretty sure all three of these are in there. So actually, let's let's make a spicy a spicy uh, call here. What would you guys say is the worst job in the game? Worst uh, non-limited job. Not that I think a limited unit's gonna have the worst job, but just to keep it simple. I'm pretty sure cleric is mine, but I I don't know if maybe. Which also think about this, Mashri is a main cleric sub monk. <laughs> I mean, I like the cleric more than maybe some others I might think of, like Lord, for instance. Like until Mont got his stone throw mastery, like a cleric has the. Uh, auto that's cure. warrior. That's warrior. Warrior and Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will, Fair will enough. Yeah. Together. Yeah. So like um like the auto cure passive is amazing. Like Yuna's kind of just like put that on steroids, but like even Mashri. Um, like you can, she can be like a, a tiny, like a mini Yuna. Um, I, I have always loved the light veil and dark veil buffs. Like that's part of the whole green mage. Like, uh, people, people, you know, sleep on green mage a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, like, yeah, for as bad of a rep that cleric has, and maybe like, it's probably mostly warranted. Like who the, f- like, why would you have pronged staff be a physical, <laughs> like like strike like come on but like it's not uh like i don't look at it um i don't see it as like the worst class um but i mean obviously it's down there like there's some it's kind of there's some merit to that i think i would probably rather have oh i'm sorry this is night and i'm looking at duh i'm not warrior i'm looking at the wrong unit here warrior gets killer blade which is pretty good and like body slam is fun jamming edge sometimes yeah so as a main job i could see it being decent but yeah that's got to be down there too now that you say that i think but i think the the inherent problem with that that i have with that question is like we can find uses for any of these Mm -hmm. jobs right like you you look at what if dash calc and you look at the job list and you're like okay 
none of these jobs are are really that bad. Like they can all be used for like in, in some situation, right? But obviously, Claire, but if you had to pick, gonna be, no, so yeah. it's, it's probably <laughs> going to be near the bottom, if not yeah. at the bottom. Like like just like with Warrior, that's pretty. That's been eclipsed like a long time ago with the other, these other slash base classes and stuff. But um, I mean, there's still like. Like even sorceress, like you can still make that work with Estola. Like if only there was like a UR version of her or something. Well, I guess okay. So I would say if you're a main job cleric and you're a magic scaling character, cleric is probably better than a physical scaling main job warrior. Yeah. But as a sub job on things, I could say that could flip depending on the unit. But I think if we're talking about main jobs, I would actually put cleric not at last place. And I, you're right, I would put warrior below that. What about you, Locke? Yes, yeah, I, I think knight is probably the worst that i can think of just because it, like uh, i mean like disable is cool and everything uh, but you can disable at range with like so many other jobs no <laughs> i don't want a one range disable right and the breaks they're not as useful as like some of the other like other skills that so many other jobs have so that's probably the worst one i can think of um i would have typically said you know cleric but i think like uh there are so many status effects going on that the erase and like you know like the the erase portion that she can do is is actually pretty good. Uh, so like having a subdrug cleric might actually not be a bad thing just to be able to have like like an AOE uh, remove debuffs kind of spells. Uh, just because because they're so prevalent. Now, but anyway, but still, yeah. So I do agree. The range on knight is pretty horrible. Um, but in terms of their like bread and butter abilities, they do get an AP break, and the Trinity break has a range of like three. Granted, it's in a line. And it's expensive as shit. Uh, but I think those are pretty good. You still think those would be below or lower in value? Uh, I mean, so I, was like looking at, I was looking at what's her name? Etra's. Etra, yeah, yeah. So knight. if you look at, yeah, if you <laughs> okay. look at like main job uh, knight, in terms of like what they could have. Um, if okay. You, what is a main job knight? <laughs> uh, Whisper is the one I'm looking at. Whisper, okay. Yeah, she's at the top of the list. Uh, so they get the TP break, eh. But Trinity break and AP break are really good. I think um, the 25, the 39 magic and attack combined with the 25% agility loss is pretty big. I don't, uh, I will say though that all the breaks except for the arm break are extremely low um, multipliers. It's like 126, 121, 126 on these. I guess Trinity's a little higher too, but even, even the AP break to be honest, because like uh, the night blade has that, but on like a, on yeah. two range right so right it's, it's just the range on these skills are, are like what i i don't really like yeah that's fair i guess the abilities can be better but if you can't hit them then it doesn't matter <laughs> it's fair so i would say probably at like the lowest tier and you know how i guess you know how i hate like making tiers <laughs> but like the, the i would say there's like five jobs really that are kind of recognized at like the lowest tier and that's uh so cleric knight uh warrior lord or whatever green mage and monk I would say that most people kind of look at these jobs like they're sub tier, sub, you know, sub optimal or whatever. Like monk, generally when we see a monk, we're like, oh, what other sub jobs can we like include <laughs> with it? You know, um, same with these other ones. It's like, oh, you know, thief. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, like what jobs can make this unit better um, as opposed to like, you know, other main job like units. So yeah, like um, Shell and Helen are both time mages. They're not green mages. Yeah. Uh, like, let's be honest here. Yeah. Like green mage, the like the green mage emerald echo is great. 
and the bar effects yeah. are nice in certain situations and imperil is a nice thing to have but yeah, it just doesn't yeah. stack up to so i think kind of back to my original point like um there are like redeem redeemable right. like redeeming qualities to like all of these jobs but um like on the whole like just yeah. in practice it's unfortunate that we see like these kind of flop i think the next tier up would be the ones that are more useful than those that do the similar jobs but not as good as like the top jobs which would be things like viking or um gunner yeah gunner versus dual gunner it's like come on um when you use a gunner chances are lancer versus like lancer would be in that tier as well yeah but anyway let's not get too (laughs) deep into that (laughs) we're gonna hurt some feelings which black mage yeah, Black Mage now feels awful. Like, why not be an arithmetician? Like, <laughs> yeah, you should have exactly. studied more. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, I think the last release for this week uh, is the raid. So, uh, Ice Burb, as Daniel said earlier. Uh, King Mont can solo it if he's 120 and has the right setup. It's kind of stupid. <laughs> um, so, props on you. I'm not going to actually have him maxed out before the end. I'm trying to, like, slow burn. You can do it at 115, too. Oh, you can? Yeah, that is fantastic news. <laughs> cool. All right, you're gonna have to send me a video of that so I can do it. I'll respect my Odin for that. I'll just have to take him out of guild battles or something. I'm not respecting any killer on and off each day. I uh, respect my Odin to be completely PvP, so he doesn't have any of the slash notes. He has man eater, and he was still able to do it solo. So he doesn't That's need the silly. avian killer or the 30 slash. So That's I'm like, so okay. silly. I heard people are having trouble with him even like with the avian. That's interesting then. Maybe they just oh. had different toggles. I don't know. Anyway, um, the Brigandine is the chess piece armor, whatever you want to call it. So I guess, yeah, more useful term is armor. Um, which actually, that's even ambiguous, right? Because armor is the type there, but like an armor can also be a hat or whatever, right? So No, there's, uh, I believe there's separate, like there's hat and helm and armor. Right, and but like the, but, but blue items are called armor. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. So I think the term's being used type, twice. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Anyway pedantic whatever <laughs> so this uh heavy armor whatever you want to call it uh the vital version quite a bit of health 872 uh we have the shield version which is 20 defense um so i guess if people don't have their platinum armors this could be a cool option for the shield uh it gives a you know a little bit of five spirit and then minus evade sure if you're using this piece of armor you're probably not going for evade uh 610 hp is respectable also barrier version at a 10 10 split kind of medium i'd rather find a better combination elsewhere prob- probably however the aoe resist 10 is pretty sweet as a passive so um are you guys going for multiples just going for one how do you uh, wait can we even get a plus three during the rewards or can we only get one plus five um you can buy a plus three but i don't uh, you okay. get like you get like three recipes i think for finishing or for getting to like 100 i think yeah. um but i did i don't believe we got rewarded with a plus three so if you have paid viz you can get two um, i think you're somebody did the math and said you're off by like 12 recipes or something it wouldn't be yeah uh, okay. yeah so um 63 so 36 plus the 15 for well 36 yeah. you need 48 so yeah like 12 recipes okay yeah. oof so uh is this a shield build is this what yeah, yes my impression of it was like it's like um you look at 
platinum armor, right? And you got to farm that for like two years or like maybe mm -hmm. one and a half if you're if you're starting a new account and you like religiously PvP every day. Um, even then, it's like too late just because of the, all the class matches and stuff. Anyways, um, so platinum armor is is like the the single target resistance, um, but it's it's also got that strike resistance. But you know, like nobody pays attention to strike. Do we guys. have the single target resist now? Um, uh, it, plus it, five, I think. Like once, well, so it goes from like one, two, three, five, ten, you know. Right, but is that update out for global? I don't think so. Don't I think, think we're so, still no. waiting. Oh, on it, okay, yeah. we're still waiting. Okay, okay. Um, but you know, it doesn't matter because it takes like a year, two years, <laughs> whatever. Um, so it's cool. Like this was my first impression. Like I was saying, so like the the brigandine, um, instead of the single targets, the AOE resistance, you know. So I thought that was a that was a cool, um, kind of thing for them to throw at us you know like make us like wonder are we going to use the platinum armor or the brigandine you know obviously the brigandine is way more accessible it gets it's you get it in a raid you finish it a few days a couple days depending on how long it takes for you to get those 63 recipes but um you know as long as you have the math and stuff um i think i don't know if all of the jobs that can equip the brigandine can uh, or the platinum armor can equip the brigandine. They should. It's There's the same like armor a, classification, right? Yeah, I think I think I'm just seeing more jobs on the JP side because you know there's more. Yeah, JP, there's more like armor users. You know, like Charlotte's we, job. Yeah, would have exactly. it. And, cloud. Yeah. Cloud. Yeah, those sort of can cloud wear armor. Maybe. Yeah. Um. So, uh, but in terms of like equipment stats and like the types, um, they're like literally the same. There's like barely much difference in hp defense and spirit and stuff um oh this it doesn't even so brigandine doesn't even get any kind of accuracy not that uh the platinum armor so the platinum armor starts with minus six accuracy and minus 16 evade you know so there's some differences but like i think i'm always just gonna equate like relate the two you know yeah i mean they're definitely i mean they're both the 20 defense options i don't think anything else goes that high there's two 18s yeah. but they're not 20. Uh, they both oh. have fairly high HP. What's the HP on plat armor? Plat armor like maxes at vital with like nine eighty three or something. No, sorry, just a shield. Oh, shield is like uh, six eighty three. Yeah. Okay, so it's a little higher, but I can't believe I have that memorized. Uh, I I I thought it was six eighty, but I forgot the three, so you got me. Damn. Are you like <laughs> what we're saying? No, I was just I was just writing the numbers because I, I I have it in front of me, so six eighty three. Okay. For the hell. Nice. Yeah, and I think oh oh wait, there's there's a difference, right? Minus five evade versus minus eight evade. <laughs> but um what do you guys think about like the difference between them? Like obviously, like like we said, the brigandine is more accessible. Um, but say you had a plus five of each, like would you ever see like when would you ever see like, oh I'd rather use brigandine like as opposed to platinum armor or vice versa, you know? So I'm in a totally different uh, boat here, where I would just go with the Golem Bracers. <laughs> it's 16 defense, but it gives you Disabled Resist, and I feel like that's a lot more important to me than like AOE resistance. Uh, defense Bracer? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did I say Golem Bracer? <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> what new JP gear is this? I have to look this up. Oops. I meant uh, the Golem's Defense Bracer. But in general, I, like I really want my armor pieces to have that resistance because I, like status effects is just everywhere. And um, when like when this armor was released and everybody started farming it, I actually farmed a plus five version of it on the first day. I didn't make it yet because I don't see myself equipping it a lot. 
But when it was released, everyone was like, oh, you know, this is awesome, especially for King Mont. And I'm like, that's probably the worst person I would put it on, personally. And the reason I think that is because, so he already comes with a 15 AoE resistance, right? And if you put the card on him, that goes to like 25, you can put other things on him. But uh, like, there are so few units in the game that are limited to only AoE attacks. So they would just use the single target attack, even in like auto or manual PvP. So I would rather put something that's like a single target instead of a AoE resist piece on him. Simply because like, okay, he has 50% AoE resist, so I'm just going to only attack him with single target skills. Uh, like I can see it being useful for uh, like on an evade unit, like 2B or something, although she can't wear it. But it's like, you know, uh, maybe like Runestern or something or where um, Holy, that, yeah, sure, you want that AoE resist from skills, not Holy, but um, Yuna's a like AoE skills. So like maybe you want it in that, but uh, but you know you, usually you would want to wear a armor piece that gives you like evade. You don't want a negative evade piece anyway, right? So it doesn't really make sense there either. So therefore, that's why I, I don't really see too many applications where I can use this. And again, I would rather prefer some kind of resist, uh, like disable resist or confusion resist or something like it, with the uh, with that cape that gives you uh, pierce and confusion resist. Like I would rather go with that. So. Uh, that's how I feel about it. So I, I have it. I have all the items to make it, but I probably don't see myself making it for a while. The two things. One, I just realized I said negative eight for platinum armor. It's actually negative two. Mine's just not maxed, I guess. So <laughs> I, thought, <laughs> I thought I had mine completely maxed. I guess I just looked at that and said it doesn't matter and just <laughs> left the hammers at home. But um, one thing I would say is I think there is value, though, to decentivizing the AI from using AoE because if they use single target, they're not killing your other units, too. Like, a tank is great, but if your tank is standing next to anybody else and they can use AoE and hit everybody, that sucks. But if the AI instead then goes like, oh, hey, I'm just going to hit you with this single target, that's almost the tank doing its job even better. However, in live PvP, that's not necessarily mm -hmm. as applicable. And they can just AoE, kill your the rest of your team and say, all right, now I'm going to deal with your raid boss that's in front of me and just do my single target now. Uh, the rest of the team is gone. So, yeah, I guess it depends on which mode um that can change how valuable the that difference is but yeah I, I i do like the idea though aoe damage is so big now and it the other advantage of aoe is it adds range so if people are used to engaging from a certain range like with taunting blade for example range five it's actually four but it's plus one uh whereas if they don't have a single target range five thing they might actually be out of range so like that sort of can change decision trees as well but I don't know how like how much value that adds, but I think that's some value to that. Um, the the cool thing is like even if you don't have like a significant like AOE resistance on whatever unit um, to start with, like you can pair this with King Mont's like TMR uh, for that like three turn buff uh, as long as it doesn't get like dispelled or whatever. Um, and it it is it is kind of cool. I think there is a strategy to. Um, building like AOE resistance and building like unit resistance, obviously, eventually. Um, so for like building and uh, like a full, like not full, but like imagine having like full <laughs> AOE resist, um, like Frederica is suddenly like, you know, like a one trick, like sharpshoot pony, you know, like you don't have to worry about barrages, like, and like you just run your tank forward. Like, you don't even have to worry about, you don't even have to like Sentinel or anything You can, like, um, you know, just, you can use other strategies. So, but I don't, I just don't think there's much call for like a full AOE res like uh, unit 
So it's just, it's interesting. It's, it's cool to have, I guess, in your toolkit, but is like, I think, um, like Locke was saying, like, is it really necessary right now? Yeah, probably it's not, but it's a, uh... yeah, I don't know. I still like the piece, like having another 20 defense thing and not gambling on my shield rolls on platinum armor is nice, but I, in terms of like in an optimal situation, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like maybe the biggest benefit to it is like having it on like a physical like units. Um, you don't have to worry about taking AOE magic damage, you know, like uh, Earthmaticians, um, like even like a staff mage, like energy buster or whatever. You can just be like, nope. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. It kind of covers like maybe that spirit like deficit or like I can't imagine you'd be using this on a unit that needs defense, but like. <laughs> Like maybe like uh, if you have like low defense or low spirit, whatever, this can help with that. Yeah. Uh, any other thoughts on that before we go to class matches? What we promised we talk about this week, so yeah, uh, you know that. Um, one shout out real quick is War of the Visions Calc has uh, an update that I didn't realize was here. Maybe it's been here for a couple of weeks. And one of those things that you said that maybe I missed also uh, quest tab, which has map links to various game modes. And while it is kind of hard to navigate, the descriptions are not the logical way I would think to put them, but I understand that's just kind of probably what the data mine says. Uh, they're by map name. So I'll click through until you find it. But um, Daniel, you linked the JP uh one for this upcoming class match in the pvp server and that's how i actually discovered it um when any idea when this came out uh it it was a recent update i believe within the past week possibly two weeks it's definitely within a matter of days okay yeah this is super useful now just interpreting this i know the o so o one through o six those are the crystals that there's a little id legend at the bottom However, the P's, what is what are those? Are those like spawn points or what's I, I believe so, yeah. So it's just like, like point one through fifteen or something. And then what and then E is enemy, I guess. I guess it's yeah. player and enemy. Is that what the P and E stands for? Yeah, that's okay. what I would guess. Okay. Most spawn positions are interesting, huh? I guess there's good thing you don't have to do like double click and stuff here because like this is a really weird spawn for <laughs> those. <laughs> It's uh, it's easier to see than the other kind of like paint by number maps that um, that like uh, that like Elzik has been giving us. Um, those are those are awesome, obviously, but they're I don't know for me that's it's a little hard to read because how uh, colorful they are. Oh, yeah, I know. It's just <laughs> a funny this... way to put it. <laughs> well, yeah, because you know you see the spaces with the numbers. And you're like, oh, oh, sure. sure. no, I got <laughs> you. Yeah. Oh, it works perfectly. It was just really funny. I just was expecting that. <laughs> um, yeah. So, but yeah, the whole just the whole quest like. Um, like uh, update access um, um, part of what of dash calc is like a like a really inspired like update. So yeah, kudos to Bismarck as always for his like like unflagging work on this this like baby of his. Yeah, I mean he even has the beginner mission maps. Like, come on, like, that's insane. <laughs> Hard quest for card? Oh, that's right, because JP got vision card hard quest, didn't they? I think yes, we can. We're expecting did. to see those pretty soon. Wasn't it around like a uh, a couple of weeks um, around like when Black Rose Helena was released? Don't I feel know. like it was around something like that. You could definitely probably... be right. It's it's long enough that I forgot when it came out. Yeah. But like recent enough that I mean, obviously we don't have it yet, so that but it sounds about comments. right. <laughs> yeah, right. If anybody knows. 
Yeah, it's pretty insane. Sorry, I'm just like exploring this map now. Um, any thoughts? Uh, maybe from looking at these spawn points now. I mean, it's the same information we had, right? Previously, just <laughs> yeah, a little clearer, different format. Uh, so I guess lock. Do you want to go into what you've been thinking? Because I know you have a pretty nailed yeah, down strategy I, now. I was uh, yeah, I was looking at these locations, and depending on where you're spawning, like for example, um, uh, like if you're in the corners, but. It, uh, Anyway, like it's it is possible, for example, to get like a trade run charmed or something from Kiza if you spawn, uh, unfortunately, it, like right across or something, and a little bit forward, not exactly in the back corner or something, you could get you know trade run charmed or something like that, right? So I was saying, you know, that's what I see as like the biggest uh, threat. So I, I was saying one way to easily negate that was to make sure whoever your fastest unit is on your team to have charm res. So, for example, if Garvel has Charm Res, uh, um, Kiza comes up, she's not going to Charm Garvel, she's going to go hit somebody else. Garvel can auto-attack that unit to knock them out of Charm, and now you have two units to hopefully kill Kiza, and she's all obviously in range because she already came up by herself. So that was one way I was like, I, I was giving like basic advices like that. Uh, it is It does look like a very small map, I mean, it's 11 by 14. And like, you're not, you're not sparring in the exact far corners, so it's actually closer than that. So it does seem like you know, pretty small. Um, so I don't know how much uh, rangers will be a threat simply because, um, like, you can probably reach them in a turn or two. Whereas before in the snowy fields map, you, you have to slowly get up to them. And by that time you get up to them, you're usually dead already. So you had to specifically play uh, somebody that can cover a long range very fast, like Dragoons, like Victor or something, or use the Ketones TMR to move them up faster, things like that. So uh, I don't know, but I I heard from somebody I I can't I have trouble pronouncing people's names unfortunately, but it starts with P. I think it's like P H E A N O. I think his name is. Oh yeah, Fano or Fino, Fano. Fino, Fino. Yeah. So he was saying that in JP, uh, people would uh, like there is a square which that is a height five square. If you look at like eleven uh, row eleven, sorry, row two, column five. Row two, column 11, there is a five square right there. Uh, sorry, mm. a five height square. So around there, uh, people would plant one gunner there, and then they would plant like a, a tanks on the choke points and still uh, use that as a, like, you know, hit. you can hit uh, with gunners, or not gunners, but like archer skills, you can still like a, hit. Like a turret pillar, basically. Yeah, basically. And you can put, uh, you know, tanks there to block up the choke points so that they can get hit. So he said that was a popular strategy that he saw taking place in JP. So I, I don't. I, I think there's still a way to counter that because if you look at, for example, uh, row four, column ten, you can still reach that. Like you can use you can use a three skill to reach that, right? You don't have to go all the way to the ground. You can just stand over there and shoot them, or like you know something like that. So I mean, th this there's a lot <laughs> going on here, but uh, those are just some of the initial thoughts I had about the map itself. I think um look at these spawns like they are close but i mean the if you look at the two like the straight lines facing each other right in the middle um mm -hmm. so if you look at the map it'd be was it row six that whole row yeah um it's height five and four in front of it and the spots yeah. right behind are zero and one so like unless you're a dragoon or you have a jump passive on a sniper which i don't even know if that exists like you have to go around anyway so mm -hmm. You can't really run across. I was, I was actually seeing if Zazan could turn one, like just run across, and he actually can't. Um, unless you're on the sides, then sure, he can do his thing because it goes zero and then two's the highest, so he'll just run over all of it. Um, but even 
like Ziza, unless they're in the direct spot next to that five pillar you were talking about, <laughs> you can't reach that back line or the yeah, middle. I was, so I think I was, those are the only yeah. two vulnerable spots. Yeah, I, I was thinking of like like a row three, column four, like it, just in case you're parked there for whatever reason. Yeah. But maybe you shouldn't be parked there. Right, that, that's what yeah. I'm saying, you know. yeah. Yeah, the, the because there's no quick in, like you know you're safe because there's no quick in that they can't go like quick in Ziza and stop you from wherever you spawn. Like you know if you're not in, if I'm gonna link this in the description, anybody wants to look at this map along with us while we're talking, which I should have said earlier, but um like P11, E11 are the two spots I'm looking at, or P13, E13. Um, just don't spawn there, and you yeah. won't get charm turn one, <laughs> I guess, yeah. or the E14. Like that whole the column four, column eleven, just don't spawn in the the far sides you can spawn in the middle just not in the far sides and you won't get charm turn one so yeah this is to me this is kind of like class match one like that map on steroids like the whole sorry let me just correct myself uh zazan could spawn in p11 and charm e7 so he could run forward and get a charm on the back row yeah. that's only zazan Right, because of his, like, what, base move six? Yeah, but he's slow yeah. as fuck, so hopefully you move before him. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no no quicken, no CT change, anything like that. So um, just got to go as fast as, like, your legs can normally carry you. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, you so, can put, uh, like, a capture VC. You can put Odin. <laughs> you know, there, are, sure. there are things. There are things. You but wanted it more just, than me. <laughs> they, they, um, it's still, you still have to work with, like, his base agility for those agility upgrades. Right, um, but uh, yeah, like I was saying, like this this map, like with the the structure or whatever, like in the center, with the the the, the height differences um, being just so much higher than like the surrounding area, it, it's really reminiscent to me of that like initial class match map where like um, a lot of people were complaining about just like their opponent just like kiting them around like the the perimeter um, and just like. Uh, ending up with draws or just being out like having just being a really frustrating experience like trying to catch them with like your like your base move th like three and base jump one you know units um yeah. so i'm really i think i'm really worried about people having that experience again and just being <laughs> super frustrated frustrated with it and just being like oh you know screw this um but uh this is uh, to me this is one of those maps where it's like yeah, there's no quicken, but man, gunner teams are going to be prevalent, and that's just that just feels bad because they are right. They 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 normally are prevalent, and even though they can't really take advantage of like triple or double turns, um, like they are going to have a field day with people trying to close on them. I think because like, um, and unless you take the center. Um, and you're smart about your st strategy and positioning. Um, like you move one way, the gunners are going to move the other way, and they're just going to like keep raining down. Shikuchi um, Fred, Shikuchi Fred. Exactly. Yeah. So really worried about that for people. Um, so I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of curious slash expecting people to you know, like really be building against like um, you know missile attacks. You know, a lot of missile resistance, that kind of thing. Um, but it is cool as usual to see a map where like bruiser squads can also like shine yeah. um you don't have to worry about like you know like i said the double or triple triple turns um there's obviously there's no courage there's no like re-raise or like full life or anything like that um so it, what it really comes down to is like the the barrier the, the the damage mitigation that you can do to survive and healing and as long as you're fast enough and 
Um, you can get your buffs down in time and the close on your opponent. Um, it's going to be really cool to see, uh, like, the, I guess maybe not just the more re recent units, but like maybe the way that they can help like older units um, shine. Like King Mott, for instance, he's got his uh, his all elemental like buff, right? Uh, it's like Mercy something. Yeah, Mercy Grace. Yeah, and uh, like he's got his TMR. Like you can use that on whoever. I think it's usable by most units, right? Um, with the like the AOE resistance. Mm -hmm. Um. I'm curious to see how people react to these, to the like the popular teams that are probably going to show up in the meta. You know, so I'm looking at now that we have these maps. The first thing I look at now is can you shadow realm somebody, which is the transposition onto a height uh, that is more than two above adjacent squares. Yeah, you can't because the five goes to four. However, if you can get somebody like Katone to go from that, like somebody's on the zero or wherever at the bottom, you put them on the five um, and they get put on any of those zeros next to the five. The next height up is two unless you go way around. So it would take a minimum of two turns to even get in range and you have to still have a height two ability to hit whoever's in that range. Like that's that's irritating. <laughs> that makes me want to use Nivlu and just like transposition people onto that. And then just pew pew or off of it rather onto the but, zero and then so, pew pew from the five while they're getting back to me and then go back down. <laughs> that's kind of like the opposite of like what Locke mentioned with like the, the turret position. Like you can as you can like transpo, uh, you can shadow realm them as long as you have like a tank buddy. <laughs> like sort uh, of, yeah, have, that's like, true. Like transpo a gunner and like have fun like not being able to hit the tank right in front of you. But I mean, obviously they can still like rain down fire on the the other units further away but um like maybe like transposition like a melee unit and just have fun like hitting each other in the face on height four and height five without being able to move so transpo has a height of two right height range of two i think so so you could go again you have to be looking at the map for this but if you're on the uh, height five you with nivlu you could go down to i think wait one two three oh you have to go to the four first never mind you have to stay on the four then so you go to the three, two, zero, and having already casted it, if they're on like the one or two, like the P four or the two next to it in the top corner, swap them and then run back up to four. And then like they can't go around the right side because there's a two and a three. Like you'd have to have jump two or more, otherwise it's gonna take three turns. So you have to go the other way. But then it's gonna take another two turns that so she can just go down again, transport you, get down to zero, and just keep on <laughs> looping you around like this. Like <laughs> It's like hilarious. <laughs> so yeah, I guess like like TLDR, shadow roaming people is fun, but it'll, it's going to require a little <laughs> bit more finesse on this map. I will see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> you can't I don't even know get. If we're gonna see it. I you think. can't within if you are a move three jump one unit. You cannot get within range to use any to use anything greater. Or sorry, you can't get range to use any abilities unless you have something that's height three or higher. Which is very, very few, yeah. Yeah. So I, I wonder if we'll be able to take advantage of that or not. It's one of those things that I would love to test it in like practice matches if we get this, but I'm not taking that risk unless it comes up <laughs> in my real <laughs> matches. So we'll have to see what happens. But um, definitely, definitely a funny idea. Um, I wonder if we'll see any of that. Like I said, there's no like you're stuck shadow roaming. Unless you, I guess, put your tank on the slot on the height four and like put them on the height five and say what's up, like maybe maybe that's a thing. But 
Yeah. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> the one uh, common piece of advice I've been giving everybody was to make sure you bring height to units, like jump to units, because that is like otherwise you kind of lose access to that center block, right? So, um, and I'm like, if you're gonna bring somebody like Titus, bring ketones TMR, because uh, otherwise, again, like you're just not like it's gonna be so much harder for you not to have control of the center than for the enemies do. Like for example, if the enemies are as as you just said, like gunners, right? If you have the access to the center, they're probably not going to jump on the center too, because if they're also in the center, you're just going to like hit them easily. So they'll probably stay in the corners. And if they're going to stay in the corners, uh, because you're on a higher height, their range is a little bit lower, first of all. And it's easier for you to reach up to them than for you to keep going around, because as you're going around, they'll just keep moving the other direction and you're not going to catch them. So uh, yeah, just bring jump to units, you know? That's or right. units with passives like Shukuchi. Yeah, or you know, yeah, you know yeah. battle battle wise or something. People are still planning on using Sid, <laughs> or, um, uh, or or nimble movement like buffs yeah. that increase or standard, yeah. dragoon so, standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dragoon standard is really important, but um, you know, it comes with that dragoon sub job, which you know, dragoons generally have that like base and jump of uh, base move and jump of like four or something like that, or four and three. Job, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, if you have a dragoon like sub on like Dwayne or something, yeah, that mm -hmm. you know, dragon standard is awesome. There's also so you said nimble movement. That's on Kododamo Wheeler. There's winged staff for staff mages. Um, that's really important for Kilfe. Like I used her like the first class match, and that's when I, I almost got first. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm. How are you guys feeling about teams? Like, have you had any? Have you had much practice with like uh, what teams you want to use? So after this conversation, I think I know what I'm going to do, uh, but it's not what I was thinking before this. Originally, I was thinking something like a premium unit of choice, Titus, Zazan, uh, or go um, 9S, Titus, and then some sort of like either Seymour or Ravies, like some other like disruptive... MR unit, or even like somebody like Grace, because I do want some heals. It'd be really nice on this sort of map where there's, I mean, obviously the revive's not going to work, but um, not having access to things like uh, Courage makes Kane a little less attractive because uh, that's kind of part of how he survives, right? Um, the no quicken means I don't want to, like, I want people who can kind of stand on their own, but also aren't losing a lot either. So it's it's kind of a tough choice there. I That's almost like, uh, I like Titus having not having courage because then he gets his saintly wall or whatever he still gets full value um but now i'm thinking uh, i might have to get my liart up there because doing mono lightning sounds interesting with 9s nivlu and liart so we'll see we'll see what happens um haste is still a good ability and if i can do these trans transposition nonsense uh things lock people up there with 9s or something i don't know and 9s also has really good height differences right like up and yep. down so he, mm -hmm. he may be a beast on this map so and he has jump two as well right he does yep yeah and so move jump four. yeah yeah move four jump two and i height up and down abilities and the up and down is important because like you were just saying lock if mm -hmm. you're a ranger and you're under you actually have less range but his doesn't care so <laughs> um, but he also gets more range if he's high so like if he's up on that that five spot i think it's what two extra range on the end of this map so yeah it's like one two three four or five like he can hit way further so um yeah i definitely want to use him if possible uh plus he's just a really cool unit it's one of those things i would just enjoy using him because i like his kit mm. um it's just a matter of what i'll pair with him right now it's either gonna be nivlu or titus probably and then i'll fill in from there based on points 
It's interesting. Uh, like another another benefit to using like 2B or 9S or both is that like uh, they're not affected by Maneater, right? So that's just another plus to True. to using them um, in terms of like being like on a bruiser squad or at least um, hoping for them to be able to survive to take a couple hits or a few hits. Um, I think I, I, my perspective is I'm, I'm really focusing on like missile units, like how it, it's kind of sort of like uh, a couple of class matches ago where it was like, I used like my light team and I was using El Sorel for like the, the double resist buff and stuff. Um, and it's like, uh the the double quick and frederica team like that was like my my nemesis there like that's like pretty much one of the only counters to that team so like now that there's no quick in it's like i wonder how much more useful like nightblade jobs will be like you know there's king mon there's elsrel i don't know if there's any other nightblades you mean 9s right so like, like I mean, that, <laughs> so so going yeah. back to 9s and you know possibly 2b with her evasion and like the rest of her kit and stuff um yeah uh that I think they're they're going to be they, they may be a prominent counter to um, some of these counter teams. So I've been um, I've been doing a lot of practice matches with other people uh, on uh, the Snowy Fields map because I found out that those crystals are still there. First of all, for anybody that might not know it, so it's a good place to practice. But the thing I found with most people, um, uh, most of the practice matches, is that usually every team has at least one unit that can charm. And it kind of makes sense because usually when you have a uh, 220 cost limitation, usually people bring Phoebe. And this time they don't want to bring Phoebe because um, full life doesn't work and quicken doesn't work. So, yeah, so. you know, <laughs> what are you going to... I've actually surprisingly still Meteor. seen a few, no. few... Yeah, I've seen people using Phoebe's as for Meteor to do like yeah. 4k damage to my King Mont. And I'm like, what? I did not expect that. But anyway, um, so... Uh, instead, they're using units like uh, Zazan, uh, who's 20 cost, who has charm, or Seymour, who is only 50 cost, same cost as uh, Mont for charm. And obviously, uh, Kiza, or am I saying that? Is it Ziza? I've seen it, it. I've seen Ging. it pronounced in the story on Global as Ziza. So that's Ziza. what I always say. Ziza and Global, it's like Ziza in Japan. Yeah, yeah it's no big okay. deal, though. All right. So, uh, yeah, I've I've seen her and I. I would assume she's going to be quite popular because of the uh, height to move four, uh, and uh, and very high agility. Uh, so I've always uh, so that's like those are like two things that I've been telling people. You know, make sure you know you bring units that has access to jump two, and then make sure you have a plan for uh, for for to deal with charm. And one of those ways to deal with charm is to bring Ninus's TMR because that gives you charm immunity for three turns which is a nice way to deal with it. And also, like, your opponent might underestimate you and move in with with this charm unit, expecting you to charm you next turn, and you can catch them off guard. So, Especially uh, like in... uh, Ryru TMR on Ziza, right? Like, that's the thing people have done. Like, on the snowy field map, they would just run at you, like, ready to charm, and like, oh, kill me, sure. Oh, wait, Ryu doesn't work on this map anyway. Never mind. Yeah, I was going to mention that earlier. Like, at least we don't have to worry about Ziza, Ryu. Oh, shit, never mind. <laughs> Whoops! I bet. But, um... um... There's also like the whole Sakura, Halloween, Little Lila, and Yuna team because of, you know <laughs> the the cost the two cost seventies and the one cost eighty. Um, like all three of those units can have like jump two. I know, right? <laughs> like they just, imagine like they don't even worry about like any kind of defensive vision cards, and they just go like all like straight out like full magic vision cards, um, and they just they they try to compensate for that with like defensive TMRs or something. 
Mm-hmm. Um, like they all have access to uh, to like jump up skills. Like Yuna and Sakura, they're both you know Kododama wielders, and Lila has uh, you know Shikuchi. Um, so yeah. I wonder if we're gonna see how many how many of those teams we're gonna see. Like the the like the just barely like lower cost URs, and then like mm-hmm. you know they probably a lot and Victor as well. I feel like that team is exactly. going to be quite weak to uh, gunners, just because like you can still hit them like wherever they're standing on high two. You can probably access like most of this map as a gunner, right? I'm curious. And, oh, sorry. Uh, I, yeah, and but like I, I think that those teams did really well just because of the amount of re-raise that you had available. You can re-raise and you can full live. You have like both of the Halloween Leela and uh, Yuna doing that, and then you have the TMR and then the re-raise ability, and you you don't get any of that. So I don't know how like. I have no idea. Somebody else said the same thing, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not sure how how viable that team is going to be because it's like very low defenses now, w- w- removing that ability to full life and re-raise. I think but the yeah. only thing there is if they're still doing like the Mastery TMR and Unit TMR stacking to like really mitigate, maybe, and they can close the distance. Also, Under the yeah the, the yeah the the lightning resist from uh sakura i could see that being valuable enough but i also agree because i faced those teams with my double click and frederica a couple class matches ago and it didn't fucking matter i just if yeah. unless so, unless and bond proc like they're they're all very dead um obviously you could come back later she could revive and like maybe they do more but it didn't matter for the damage so while we don't have quick in here they also don't have all these other tools like you're saying so yeah i think it'll be somewhat of a wash there and it, it they'll still be generally weak to that team i agree yeah that's what i was thinking like it's going to be i'm going to be curious to see um how the lack of quicken will affect that team because i think they can still get they can still be competitive in terms of speed um like we've seen unit get like close to 100 agility if not if not like above there um like sakura is probably going to be the slowest but um yeah it'll be like, i think it may come down to clever use of ct uh like usage <laughs> um, uh, in terms of like uh, just not letting them get like uh, like three turns in a row to just, uh, you know, melt your team down. Light chains, yeah. I mean, I, you just got to keep Sakura safe, I think, because there's no way yeah. she's going to be faster than these gunners, yeah. rangers would be, snipers, whatever, missile units. Um, and if they get to all three hit her before she moves, like, yeah. Not that they're going to necessarily be triple missile teams, but... Um, I guess you, you, you could with Nivlu, Frederica, and like Liards, so Yeah, I was actually thinking of that team. One of one of the ideas I was thinking of was that exact team with the three triple lightning gunners. Archers, chain, chain, whatever chain. you want to call it. Chain <laughs> chain chain. Right. <laughs> what do you uh, think least, about oh, sorry? I was gonna say at least there's no like AoE multi hit from them, right? Like I think Mustadio might have um AoE multi is this multi hit AoE? I forget. I he has remember. he has like multi burst, then he has a triple hit. I can't remember if the triple hit. I don't think it's AoE. Anyway, yeah, I don't remember. Just, either way, it's a good it's a good thing that that doesn't exist. It'd be nuts. What do you guys think about dark or ice teams? Uh, ice could be a thing. I mean, Gilgamesh could just go like not time mage and just be soldier boy. Um, unintended pun- <laughs> plan words there, but uh, just like make him a crazy dps unit with armor discontinuity and he has auto float which helps uh you can kind of float over sucks he doesn't have the plus one movement from like a shikuchi but um let's see what what are ice units victor i think is gonna be very good uh especially if we are correct about missile units being good she's always been a nice uh not necessarily like a counter but at least an answer or a tool 
to combat those teams. Just, you know, high movement, run them down, get them in the corner. Uh, she can sometimes get an LB off and turn them on themselves. Uh, but then you're left with, like, 50 costs. Sure, sure. Oh, you're talking about, like, one team. Oh. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm i just listing off yeah, yeah, yeah. ice units. I don't, <laughs> yeah, know if I'd go, I don't know if I'd go mono-ice. It's the thing. Like, ice units themselves might be useful, but I don't know about a mono-ice team. Because uh, I, th- I think you'd be lacking a tool. Like, if I went, like, Agrius... I guess you can't even go Gilgamesh because, like, who are you left with? Shell, but like, right. Shell loses a lot of value here. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, and uh, I think the, the the strength to these teams is um, a lot of like the the mono element strength, you know. So, like, um, maybe you can use Fenrir, or maybe you'll use Odin, you know, if you're worried about evasion. Um, but like, if you don't stack like these elements, um, they're uh, you know obviously they're not going to perform as well as if you could stack them. Yeah, I'm just gonna bring Meruluk, dude. I get to put Bar Thunder on the team. There you go. Boom. Gilgamesh, uh, <laughs> Gilgamesh, Victra, and Meriluk. <laughs> oh, she's got 60, uh, actually. <laughs> I do think Dragoons, though. I think uh, Dragoons are, may end up being popular. Um, you know, look, if they're in the air, they can't get shot, right? Yeah. Oh, maybe Thancred. Ooh. Go super missile resist Thancred as a call. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then he, they can jump against everybody else. Tancred or Whisper, you know, like uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see like what kind of oh, original tanks bruisers. Yeah, the original Mont. Oh, I think yeah, is gonna yeah. be very good on this map. So what one of the ideas I had was King Mont, original Mont, and Halimila oh, for heals. The so the Monts. A... Do you guys remember the like Mako's like Boulder Throw Mont squad? <laughs> it's gonna be. I think I feel like that would be terrifying. I mean, Mustadio even like just be like counter counter the lightning missile units with your earth missile unit and he's still really fucking annoying against other people you just cc's you just find what they're not resistant to and just hit him with it like, like hell, even even like like mako's like earth team <laughs> you know mustadio liart and then just whoever like i guess Tone. king mont up front and just sit there and status affect everybody to death and have mont <laughs> s- slap him in the face <laughs> oh man that just sounds really annoying <laughs> I think uh, so. I just mentioned Katone, but like I think she may struggle here um, because, like, uh, alongside any other like drain force like user, like there's there's way too many uh, varying heights in this map. So uh, drain force has like a height range of zero, so you have to line up this the same level, you know, and so that's going to be really hard to do unless you're like in the center or you manage to get close to them or something. You'd have to be using like hard slash on soldier or doton on sub ninja or things that aren't necessarily as good. Oh, she has hazard spin too, which is pretty good. Um, it's, yeah, that's another one though. Like even Katone against, unless they're super stacked on missile resist. Like I've chained through a Katone before with Nivlu and Frederica, so it it really depends. Um, I mean, maybe they were they were on evasion and missile resist, not like build beefy for drain force, but. Like you said, I don't think you're building for Drain Force on this map, so it's really strange because even the gunner counters never sound good. <laughs> like they're, right. they're just like, eh, sure. <laughs> we'll see that and raise you a chain. But well, I mean, I think King Mont is gonna be hard for the gunners to to get through anyway because of his uh, like he, he has the missile. Uh, uh, he has a night blade ability that increases missile resistance by twenty five percent. And then if you're bringing like Marjorie's TMR, uh, so like. You can basically tie up uh, what's her name, uh, Nivlu's skills with with just him, right? And then you have like two other people also running towards you. So I actually faced somebody who was running a team like that just in the normal match, 
and he took like three turns of like doing everything to finally kill uh mont like king mont and I, the next turn i had i was able to move one my other unit and like aoe everybody in like the same spot so um yeah i, I think he might actually be like a good counter for gunner teams just because he has again like uh he has move four you can put like Kane's TMR on them to make them move five if you want and haste. And he has, he's like inherently bulky. And Frederica still doesn't have a defense penetration skill. Right. So, true. So, who might you suggest uh, bring alongside like King Mont if somebody has access to them? Eminem, Eminem. Mont, right. Mont and Mustadio. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I, I like Leela better, Halloween Leela, just because of the sustain, right? Like these guys take little damage, but it, over time it builds up. But if you're bringing uh, Halloween Leela to keep healing you, Karada's height three heals, uh, you know, you can sustain for quite a while. You can bring Victora too. Victora yeah. Mont Mont. <laughs> yeah, Send her in too. there. Um, but I, so I started with the question, I'm like, I was, I really want to use King Mont, so that's 100 cost. So what can I do? And I really want to bring another 80 cost. I don't, I didn't want to limit myself to a 70 cost. So I was like, okay, I'll probably either end up having to use Sazan or Liart, and both of them are 99. So I made the decision to go with Liart, and she is amazing. <laughs> like, she was a lot better than I actually thought because I, I started with, I was like, okay, so she has access to all these um, uh, status effects. Like, she has stop, she has charm, she has poison and uh, immobilize on one skill, which is amazing. Uh, but I was like, okay, so she's cool. Like, she can do all these things. So I can use her as a, as a supportive, offensive unit to pair with Mont, like King Mont, and someone else. But for some reason, I'm like, um, I wonder what other sub jobs she has because I never looked at it before. And then I realized she has white mage. And um, I tried using like a, a magic build on her. So I put the, uh, what, I don't know what, what elven bow, bow it is. Elven yeah, bow, the yeah. elven bow. And if you put um, a Bahamut on her, you can get her magic up quite a lot. <laughs> and even if she does like, you know, like five damage, she will still proc her status effect. So I don't actually need her to do damage. She can do like minimal damage, but she can do like two, 2k heals on King Mont at the same time. So I'm like, okay, so she, she can do protect, she can do sh uh, shell. And on other maps, she can do like full life as well. And then she has the 2k heal and she has charm, stop, poison, immobilize. And she has the highest accuracy accuracy in the game. So, you know, so I was like, yeah, she's actually like a really good unit to pair with King Mont. She also has Mana Strike. Yes. Yeah. But that's hard to use because she's so squishy. Yeah. Well, yeah so... Just be a man and walk up to him. <laughs> just oh. right in the face. <laughs> so the thing is about Laird being squishy, like she has survived some hits that I wasn't expecting to see her survive. Um, I don't know what it was about like those builds, but like it seems like she can take at least one hit, and that's really surprising. Like normally we see ranged units just getting one shot, you know. Mm -hmm. Okay, time. Um, I have ten percent left on my battery, so <laughs> I probably... yeah, I think I think we're we're close to wrapping up. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. All right. I'm back in. What were you saying, Danny? Uh, that was pretty much it. Oh, okay. <laughs> like she can take a hit. Yeah, what uh, what is her like? What's her HP like? When she has four thousand HP on my build. What so. what a, what vision card are you using on her? Like I I'm playing around the builder right now to look at like her like what I can get her magic up to. Just with the Elven bow, her base stats and Bahamut, she has four hundred fifty eight magic, which is significantly higher than I was expecting. It's almost where Nivlu caps out. 
trying to yeah. remember the vision card that increases lightning unit HP. I can't remember. And oh, she gets uh, focus, which is an a activation time. Aegon, you see, increases oh, HP yeah, yeah. by 25%. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, she has focus. focus. So that, yeah, it's that's like nuts. amazing. It's just like, <laughs> it, it, it just the synergy. It synergy just is works. Just so good. <laughs> Ranger lore. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I I was able to get her agility to eighty four, like in in the formation menu with uh with Bahamut VC, not VC Bahamut Esper, and I was using the Ramza VC. Okay, so and Ramza have, VC like, on her or? Yes, Ramza okay. VC on her. Just because it doesn't matter what she has. <laughs> yeah, I and then I actually ended up using I think Black Black Rose Helena VC on her instead, because so I'm playing that, around that with a few builds. Yeah, because if I'm if I'm going um magic then i might as well increase her magic that way so you you might be uh oh i need to find some blossoms <laughs> it's, uh... oh by the way i also another thing i said on a previous podcast i was wrong about um was i said something about the metal shops for rare units not having their shards which they do so like if you want to max mish the arts whatever like you can just dump metals to get them so yeah uh, that's something i didn't realize um so i apologize for that do you, have, Zazan, uh, you have to uh, farm like you have to, yeah. yeah. 332 mil. Uh, what TMR do you have on the audit? Oh, I have, uh, what's her name? Uh, Lucius? What's yeah, yeah, Lucius TMR. Because agility, plus sure. one range is awesome as well and 25% agility. Yeah. And then do you have like um, Soul of the Masa for magic? No, I have oh. uh, I have Pod 153. Oh, sure. Oh, so you're just like agility, agility. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I think another like kind of cool thing to know, I don't know how important it is, but uh, you guys mentioned poison like towards the beginning of this episode. And uh, it's it's important to note that her upgrade to Shadowbind is called Shadow Devour now. Super cool, by the way. I don't know what it is with me and like the names, but like um, it's actually uh, like a more potent version of poison. It's like Venera level poison with that oh, 25. It's 25 percent tick um, yeah. as opposed to the normal 15 percent. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, you don't even have to barrier break. You can just like, just use the shadow devourer skill like a poison arrow. Yeah, it was hitting an enemy Titus for like two k per turn. <laughs> he was like, "What the hell is happening?" He was like, "Yeah." So, all right, I'm gonna have to do some serious uh, account management after this podcast. <laughs> it's pretty much that because somebody else recently they were like, "Oh, I don't know if I want to." What do you guys think? And I was just like, "Yeah, you should." <laughs> I nuts. did not feel bad, but that's well, just she was one that's been on my radar. It's just I, I yeah, don't have yeah. blossoms. I have like two right now. I mean, but it's, isn't maxed. it's hard to commit to these like these lower rated units, like um, like unless you have like a wider perspective, like unless you hear from people that have already taken that dive and like like is it good, is it not? You know, so like um that's just another one of the great things about the PvP server that I really enjoy and i'm grateful for is is that perspective like you can be like hey, someone's before, maxed him. before i invest these these like blossoms in particular like hey guys what do you guys think about blah and you know, most likely somebody's gonna be like oh yeah i went there and uh either don't do it or like yeah do it like generally it's either yes or no like not like eh so yeah yeah i'm just this looks so disgusting. Yeah, she got 642 magic with 84 agility. Oh my. All right. Yeah, this will be an interesting thing to mess around with. I and mean, you you were using both mods? Or who's your uh, So I mod? so I, I was I was messing around with 2B right now. So I have King Mod, 2B, and uh Liart. Okay. I had 9S for mine. 
Okay. Super interesting. Anyway, oh, yes. Everybody, brew. <laughs> Use the builder, figure it out. <laughs> That's the other thing, too. Yeah, this builder is really helpful to kind of see the stats, at least generally, um, before you max them all out. Because it's, it's nice to hear, like, yeah, my Lerita does this, but, like, to actually see the numbers helps. Yeah. Put in perspective. Definitely. Like, she has 4.7k HP in this build right now. It's not even done yet. It's nuts. Oh, and another thing. So, I was trying out the three triple lightning gunners, like Pedrika, uh, Niblu, and Liart. And I put, like, the maximum. Uh, cards like vcs for for damage and liart had the highest attack i was like what of the three i was like mind blown there i was like i did not expect that i think i had uh uh what's his name like the fifth efforts vc on somebody but yeah she had the highest attack and I, I was like wow i guess it's because she has she's the only one that has 120 upgrade of the three but i still did not expect that being being an sr so here yeah i'm gonna look at the attack index real quick and try to find all three of them so uh starting at the bottom all right so nivlu is 50th frederick is 56th where is liart 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 so what is it we said 56 50 is she up here where is she i actually can't find what's her attack is anybody else looking Oh, here's index. Uh, I mean, it's it's only showing like 93 total plus X. So that's interesting. I, I think maybe she just really reliant Lear on here. has gear. 93. Nobody else has. That's weird. Does it not have Rarians on this list? Is that what's happening right now? Maybe. Does this just not have like Zazan or anything? Oh, no Zazan's on here. So I see Liart at 23. Oh, she's oh. at 23. Okay. Wow, nice. Yeah. She's significantly higher. So yeah, what Nivlu's one no two eighty four base, and oh yeah, we are three ninety eight. She she's one higher than Delita. <laughs> That's on wow. three eighty to be fair, but holy shit! So she's... Oh, I was only looking at the job stats. Oh she, yeah, no, the attack her index. X, her X gives her basically like uh. Like just as much as like what her attack was. Like she, like job like one like one to like ninety nine or whatever. She got like forty eight, and then her ex gave her like forty five. So, wow. It reminds me of Ziza, honestly. You, you, do you guys remember like the difference, yeah, the yeah, disparity yeah. between like ninety nine and one twenty Ziza? She just got her like six that. agility from her ex as well, which, from her ex board. That's crazy. All right, well. Uh, Liart is uh, quite the unit. That's uh, <laughs> we're all cool to see a nice influx here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is the point of VX, right? This is what we were saying. Like, it gives them a chance to rebalance units, make things more viable, and like now we're seriously considering using her. And then people were using her last class match to success. So, I mean, yeah, awesome times. Uh, definitely looking forward to even more. I can't wait for my boy Mish. I'm gonna mention it again. Ooh. Cannot wait. Uh, probably not gonna be great, but we'll see. Just gotta get that reflex chance up to like thirty percent or something, right? That'd be the best. <laughs> and she but, has reflex, so there you go. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, exactly. So, any last thoughts uh, about class match or any of the other releases this week, or are we wrapped up? Uh, my last thought is a disclaimer this time. Like, obviously, we're expecting the, these details. Um, we're expecting class match next Wednesday. Um, take that with a grain of salt. Obviously, like we won't know until like Monday, um, but. I don't want to say we're confident, but we're expecting it. So um, <laughs> if, if you're trying to uh, prepare for this class match in any way, um, hopefully you have the chance to do so in the 
remaining you know few days until next Wednesday. Uh, I don't have any closing thoughts. That's <laughs> All <thing>. right. <laughs> Wraps up for this week. Thank you for joining. Thank you for listening. I've been Zach Bro. I've been Dan Boone. Take care. I'm Locke. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>